Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1463. The Lord also gave me to know that many bishops were considering the question of this feast as well as a certain layperson. Some were enthusiastic about this work of God, while others regarded it with disbelief. But in spite of everything, the result was greater glory for the work of God. Mother Irene and Mother Mary Joseph were giving some kind of a report to these dignitaries, but they were being questioned not so much about the work as about myself. As regards the work itself, there was no doubt since the glory of God was already being proclaimed. I feel much better today. I was glad I would be able to meditate more during the holy hour. Then I heard a voice. You will not be in good health. Do not put off the sacrament of penance, because this displeases me. Pay little attention to the murmurs of those around you. This surprised me because I am feeling better today, but I gave it no more thought. When the sister switched off the light, I began the holy hour. But after a while, something went wrong with my heart. I suffered in silence until eleven o'clock, but then I began to feel so bad that I woke up Sister N, probably Sister Fabiola, who is my roommate, and she gave me some drops, which brought me a little relief so that I could lie down. I now understand the Lord's warning. I decided to call any priest at all the next day and to open the secrets of my soul to him. But that was not all, for while I was praying for sinners and offering all my sufferings for them, the evil spirit could not stand that. Taking the form of an apparition, he said, Do not pray for sinners, but for yourself, for you will be damned. Paying no attention to Satan, I continued to pray with redoubled fervor for sinners. The evil spirit howled with fury. Oh, if I had power over you! And disappeared. I saw that my suffering and prayer shackled Satan and snatched many souls from his clutches. Jesus, lover of human salvation, draw all souls to the divine life. May the greatness of your mercy be praised here on earth and in eternity. O great lover of souls, who in your boundless compassion opened the salutary fountains of mercy so that weak souls may be fortified in this life's pilgrimage. Your mercy runs through our life like a golden thread and maintains in good order the contact of our being with God. For he does not need anything to make him happy, so everything is solely the work of his mercy. My senses are transfixed with joy when God grants me a deeper awareness of that great attribute of his, namely, his unfathomable mercy. January 7th, 1938, first Friday of the month. This morning, during Mass, for a brief while, I saw the suffering Savior. What struck me was that Jesus was so peaceful amidst his great sufferings. I understood that this was a lesson for me on what my outward behavior should be 
in the midst of my various sufferings. For quite a long while, I felt pain in my hands, feet, and side. Then I saw a certain sinner who, profiting from my sufferings, drew near to the Lord. All this for starving souls, that they may not die of starvation. I went to confession to the chaplain, Father Theodore, today. Jesus comforted me through this priest. O my mother, Church of God, you are a true mother who understands her children. O how good it is that Jesus will judge us according to our conscience and not according to people's talk and judgments. O inconceivable goodness, I see you full of goodness in the very act of judgment. Although I am feeling weak, and my nature is clamoring for rest, I feel the inspiration of grace telling me to take hold of myself and write, write for the comfort of souls whom I love so much and with whom I will share all eternity. And I desire eternal life for them so ardently that that is why I use all my free moments, no matter how short, for writing in the way that Jesus wishes of me. Here, St. Faustina has a vision of the church dignitaries who are considering the message and the devotion of the divine mercy. They ask about St. Faustina so that they can judge the message in some way by looking at the messenger who the Lord has chosen. Once again, the Lord reprimands St. Faustina to not put off asking for confession. He warns her that she will not have her health. St. Faustina is surprised because she felt well at that time, but her sickness would soon return as our Lord had warned her. Faustina offers her sufferings for sinners, thus infuriating the evil one, but he has no power over her. He tries to scare her, and he leaves in frustration when she continues to pray and to suffer for souls without regard for his threats. Faustina writes a prayer asking Jesus to draw all souls to himself. And then she has a vision of how Jesus remained peaceful in the midst of his sufferings, and she learns a lesson from this. Faustina was finally able to go to confession to the chaplain, and Jesus comforted her through that priest. Faustina is very grateful to the church, which takes care of her children like a mother through the sacraments. And Faustina again remarks on the way that Jesus judges us. The comments of others mean nothing to him. Jesus looks into our hearts and our consciences. And Faustina would like to rest, but she is urged to keep writing in her diary for the sake of others. We can thank her in eternity because we are profiting from her sacrifices. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075 Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God 
like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.